Hello and welcome to PTC Cast episode 23. I'm Alex Martin. This is Chris Saldana. Today we go a little bit into the online coaching process and what it takes to be successful throughout that process in your own fitness and, and wellness journey. If you guys like this podcast, be sure to give us a little five-star rating on Spotify or drop a like on YouTube. It's brought to you by progressthroughchange.com where you can get your four easy habits for fat loss guide. It takes like 10 seconds to sign up and um, it'll basically give you the foundations you need to to transform your body yes. works for Chris works for me works for All literally right. every single one of my clients. Yeah. So, <laughs> but enjoy the podcast. Nobody can even see my toes right now. I'm nobody has, nobody has any idea that I'm barefoot right now in my own home. What if I leave this in the podcast in my own home? I hope you do. I like <laughs> real. Well, I don't have to impress anybody. Okay. We look square to yeah. me. I think if I'm chilling back here, you think that's cool? Yeah. What's up, brother? Not much, man. Um, I've had a busy morning so far writing uh, online client updates. Uh, signed three new ones this week, so we've been busy, man. Yeah, one new man. one last week, too, and everybody's going smoothly, which has been nice. So, How do you, how do you like, um, or what's the difference in results when it comes to, you know, online clients and in-personal? Online, client, online clients have to be on top of their homework, man. Gotcha. They got to communicate with me. They got to do their workouts on their own. They got to do their food journals. You know, it's a very, they got to check their own boxes. Whereas like within person clients, within person clients, you know, same thing. You got to do your homework. But if you're seeing me twice a week, there's a little more like, uh, I know at least you're going to have two solid workouts that week. And I'm going to have a good idea of where your head's at. You know, I'm going to have a better idea of how you're doing emotionally. Mm. Um, I'm going to have a better idea of how your nutrition is going more so than just, you know, because sometimes people aren't even doing their food journals. And I'm like, yeah. nah, man, that's a that's a big step here, you know. So that's a that's an important part of the process. So as far as like what's required of them, I'm sorry, what was your question? What's required of them and what the or results no, are like? what the difference in results are. The difference in results. So I would say with in-person clients... I can kind of like, this might be like a bad way to say it, but I can kind of force results on them Yeah. as far as like, okay, we're going to train hard. And then as long as you can just do some little things for me, we can make this happen. Cause I know you're getting at least two, you know, challenging workouts a week. Whereas with online coaching clients, it's really dependent upon, you know, how number one, how well the person communicates with me, but number two, you know, how well they can push themselves on their own. Mm. Cause you know, at the end of the day, I'm telling them, you know, weights, reps, things like that, different intensity techniques. But you know, if I say, you know, I want as many pushups as possible with good form, well, maybe they had 15, but they stopped at 12 or they stopped at 11. Cause they thought that's all they had. And in so, person, you'd be able to like in person, and no, in person, I can call them on that shit. I can be like, no, you had a few more in you there. Yeah, you man, know? let's get so, it. Yeah, exactly. Get those, and get those few more. Mm -hmm. And and you know, also keeping in mind, man, that you know, it's not a, it's not perfect. It's not a perfect science. So sometimes mm -hmm. someone might be stronger on that day. They might be weaker on that day. So, you know, maybe I ask for ten to fifteen from someone during a set, and then they hit fifteen, and it's like, oh, you got like five or ten more in you. Let me mm -hmm. crank it up a little bit. Let's see if we can push this a little harder. So. Within persons, I can call a little bit more, you know, I can call some audibles, but online has been very successful for the people who number one can do their homework and number two have crazy schedules. So, yeah. you know, if you're somebody who needs to work out at 5 a.m. or or 9 p.m., sorry, but I'm not training yet that time. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, if you have your workouts written and ready to go and you know how to communicate with me, it's, it's definitely a, a viable option. 
So, so you're I, like more involved when mm-hmm. it comes to the personal training just because, you know, you're in person. And that's, and that's what I would say. Yeah. It's more yeah. like I can just kind of force it, but, and, and that sounds bad, but force it as far as like, I know you're getting two really solid workouts. Yeah. You can be week. like, you can be accountable for mm-hmm. them. But yeah. when it comes to the online coach and it's kind of like, like you said, like they have to, you they know, got to be willing to push the envelope. Yeah. On their own, and like you know? follow the program and yeah. do what they have to do and something not lie to you yeah and that's a big part too and something that's been super interesting with the online clients and you know whenever i first started online coaching gosh three or four years ago now um i always had thought that it was more for the intermediates and the advanced people Mm -hmm. just because you know it's the people that you know maybe they have a little bit more practice under their belt they're a little bit more consistent with their habits but a lot of like hyper beginners have been super successful because number one, I cut out all the fluff for everybody, at, at least in those first couple of weeks, because I'm trying to be sure that we're just doing the most important things and we're creating a stable foundation. But, you know, the beginners have had a lot of success if they can do their homework, Yeah, which has been really cool to see because I've, I've honestly had some people that I would consider closer to that intermediate advance. And, you know, I'm just kind of throwing those terms around. Yeah. I'm more so mean like how consistent you are in your own training and your health all other things regardless, <clears throat> but I've had some really successful beginners because they, they want it more and they do their homework. You yeah. Know? And if you so, want it more then like mm-hmm. you said, you're going to do your yeah. homework, whether you're told to do it or not, mm-hmm. just because you know, you want it more, yeah. you're going to find a way. Yeah. It's, it's like anything, man. It's, it's what you make out of it, you know? So I can give you, I can give you the roadmap all day, but at the end of the day, you're driving the car, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that's, that's does, the biggest thing there. How does, um, like the onboarding process work for like, you know, in-person personal training and, you know, online coaching since you're not, it's, you know, in person with them and, you know, right. walking them through what you, you know, would want them to do. Right. It's pretty much the same um, across the board because oh. I need to know all the same things, whether that's um, give me health history, give me, you know, what you're used to in the gym. If you're used to anything in the gym, give me a normal day of eating as honestly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so everybody kind of has to answer the same questions for me. Um so I would say it's it's relatively the same. Just via online coaching, it's usually over the phone, whereas personal training, it's going to be in person. But oh, okay. I would say as far as like the information I need to get started and to create a plan for that person, it's the same. Dang, it's one hundred percent the same. Yeah, I've yeah. been I've been thinking about starting um, online coaching really lately. Yeah, because you know I post a I post a lot about my programming and um, my nutritional like program and yeah. all that stuff and just to help people out and a lot of people have been reaching out to me asking yeah. you know if i'm gonna release something or if i can train them and yeah you know i tell them you know that i've done it in the past but i haven't really you know i'm not i'm not an expert at doing it but i don't know man it's seeing it's seeming like more and more you know cool to do yeah like or at least for me you know i'm like Hmm, maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll try that. And most importantly, I really want to try nutritional coaching. Really? Do you do you do that with your online uh coaching clients? Or is so it just training? It's a oh no, it's not just training. So as far as nutrition goes, I have a very um step by step process that I, I take everybody through, even if there's someone that's used to tracking calories and macronutrients. But week one is a food journal, man. So week yes. one is like and, and when I say food journal, and I know I've said food journal on this podcast probably at least a thousand times, yeah. but when I say food journal, it's literally as simple as I just want them to write down everything they eat, ideally maybe with a time around it and quantities mm. around it, but we'll start there, and then that following week, we'll start tracking calories, depending on how that goes. That following week, we'll start tracking protein minimums, 
the following week, we'll start tracking carbohydrate maximums and until we get to a point where they're tracking macronutrients. So it's kind of like this, this progression of, you know, first we're crawling and then we're walking and then we're running and then we're sprinting. Right. So it's kind of like this, this slow buildup as far as the nutritional side goes. And so I try to describe it to everyone. It's like, we're just kind of working with this puzzle or you're budgeting, right? You're just trying to figure out, okay, how do I hit my calories with these numbers? How to hit my protein with these numbers? How do I stay under my carbs or at my carbs with these numbers? And you know, because we introduce one variable at a time, it's a lot easier to bite off than me to say, all right, Chris, I want you to eat 2,400 calories a day, 300 grams of protein, 200 grams of carbohydrates and hundred grams of fats with X, Y, and Z involved in it. So it's just, and I'm like, what's a, it's protein? a little, what's yeah, a exactly. Yeah. So it's just a little, yeah, exactly, man. So it's a little, um, it's a little more manageable when you chop it down into, into steps like that. But as far as, um, online coaching goes for you, man, you know, I've worked with a handful of, um, of a handful of power lifters. And what I found mainly with them is it's a lot of <laughs> number one, trying to get them to do their prep work before Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, look, man, you're deadlifting. At least give me one set of like RDLs and one set of dead bugs beforehand, man. Like yeah, man. let's do some prep stuff. So for the, for power lifters, it's, it's an interesting one because it's like, Okay, they, they're, they're calling themselves a power lifter. So they like lifting heavy and they like squatting, benching, and deadlifting. That's already a given. Yeah. It's like, can you get them to do their cardio? Can you get them to do their prep stuff? Can you get them to do their accessories? Can yeah, you get them not to just food the journal? Like, like, yeah, it's, exactly. It's a big mm-hmm. ass bundle. And that's, yeah. that's what I'm kind of like, that's why I haven't done it is because one, it's like, well, will the athlete even follow, you know, what I tell I them think to so. do? Yeah. I think so too uh, now. Um, but and then two, it's like, okay, well, how the hell? Do I ground like training, nutrition, recovery? Um, like you know, anything, you build a process around it. Exactly. You know? And that's, that's what I haven't done is yeah. build a process. So now that I'm like, well, you know, this may be kind of fun. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, well, last night uh, I reached out to this dude. His name is Skylar Brandt. We've talked about him on the podcast actually before. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the official strongest teen that ever lived. Okay. And, yeah. Um, he asked me if. I could do some nutrition for him just because like in the weight room, he doesn't feel like he's like, he's strong, but he doesn't feel, you know, very full and strong in the weight room, which that can, you know, that can affect your confidence. You know, if you're not feeling strong, even though, you are, then that's going to affect, you know, your lifts and, you know, eventually you'll doubt yourself. Well, and if, if he feels like that too, I'm sure his strength tapers off pretty quickly in training. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sure he gets a, a couple of solid sets and then out of nowhere he loses it. Exactly. So, um, you know, we have to prioritize that. We have to prioritize, you know, recovery mm-hmm. outside of the gym. Yeah. And then that's um, a big one too, man. Yes, like, dude, you would not believe how many people tell me they sleep less than seven hours a night. Oh my God. And I'm like, man, we got to at least get you to a baseline there. It's like, you're not, you're it. it <laughs> what's funny, man, is like, I've had some people where, and not to get on a tangent, but mm-hmm. I've had, I've had some people where, man, it's like, I'm almost begging them to sleep a little bit more, but they're like, no, I'm going to wake up half an hour earlier so I can do cardio. Cause that's Stop. more important. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sorry, go on. No, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's hard to get people to do the, I don't want to say that. Yes. Prerequisites. Yeah. That's the perfect way to like put you it. You can yeah. have, you can have the perfect, you know, training, the perfect, um, you know, intensity and what, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff that people see on Instagram and whatnot. Yeah. But if you don't have, you know, all the, uh, things that you need to do beforehand, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the, uh, exactly what you're eating, how exactly you're recovering, you know, your warm ups, um, maybe your technique or, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those things that come before the actual lifting, then it's kind of, you're, 
you're just fighting an uphill battle, yeah. honestly. Don't let me forget to come back to the Skylar topic. But I feel like that kind of happens with a lot of things, right? It's like we see on Instagram the the stage pictures, but we don't see the hours of cardio that happen every day. Yeah. Or we see like the the 800-pound deadlift, but we don't see the, you know, the food logs that came with that or the the prioritization of sleep that comes with that. So or it's the interesting. 6 10 years mm-hmm. of training that yeah. comes with that. Yeah. Or we see the multimillionaire that has, you know, all the crazy cars and the crazy house, but we don't see the 100 cold calls he used to make every single day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things where we get so attached to I don't even want to say the end goal but the the externalization the thing that you can share with people and show everybody how cool you are and show everybody that you're doing it versus like the the daily things the get up walk every morning the get up start your food journal that you know what I mean yeah. like the get to bed on time like it's it's the it's the not sexy stuff that gets you the results yeah exactly and like I don't I don't know who you know has who is the person who said this but I completely think that it's true you know, if you have all of that stuff set up, then honestly, any program is going to work for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yep. programs are kind of, you know, for the tippy top. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, if you don't have, if you have, you know, the best training program, but you can't mm-hmm. even fucking recover from it, yeah. and you're sore, mm-hmm. you know, every time you go in the weight room and you're underperforming, well, guess what? That program is useless. Yeah, and it's it's so cliche to say, man, but it's like, if you build a house without a foundation, it will fall. Mm-hmm. it will fall it will shuffle it will fall it it won't it won't stand like you have to have your foundations and everything but exactly. to circle back to the Skylar thing you know that would be an interesting one for you because you know you're someone who is at the peak of the powerlifting game and he is obviously someone who has the peak of the powerlifting game so y'all would kind of be on the same page where you know number one hopefully he would respect everything you have to say and, and mm. take it seriously and know that you are fully invested in him because you've you've been at that highest level. So, because you know, there's some coaches out there who maybe have done it on their own, just not to that that high level. But being at you know relatively the equal pace, this equal space, it might be a little bit more like. Well, number one, you already have someone who's a top tier athlete, so I'm sure he's going to be committed to the process. Exactly. But you know, I also think like he's going to be even more likely to respect your word because you're someone who's who's doing it yeah you know what i mean like on my you know on my ig stories and uh youtube channel i post you know what i've been doing with my nutrition and dieting and how it's been making me feel right and you know the performance increases that it has and it's seriously been a night and day difference you know um before or when i lost all my weight and i was you know blacking in and out in the gym like i told you Mm -hmm. you told me to up those calories well i've still been blacking in and out up until um, like late December. And, um, that was when I started this, you know, or my methodology, um, or I guess my approach to, uh, nutrition now. Mm -hmm. And ever since that I started this new approach, like I've been top tier performance in the gym every single day, which is really important to me. And not only that, like throughout life, I, you know, I don't fart anymore. I don't have explosive (laughs) diarrhea anymore. Like I don't bloat anymore. Like all of that, it it may seem funny, but and you may not you're right. And you may not realize like you may think that that's normal, you know, to have those yeah, things. Like, oh, but, protein fart. Yeah. Yeah, like, but it's yeah. seriously not. Like if you know, if you're having yeah. those things, then you know, there's some kind of issue. And I'm proud to say that, you know, through a bunch of experimenting and just uh committing to, you know, my new diet, and I'm not yeah. saying that this will work specifically for everyone, um, you know, has completely changed the way that I feel in right. life and in training. And right. 
I think that, you know, he sees, he sees that and, you know, he wants a part of that. And, you know, I hope that I can, um, bring that to him. And I know that it doesn't work or like what works for me won't work for every single person. So Mm -hmm. I've been trying to, you know, talk to him about, you know, like his restrictions, um, what he currently eats and, um, you know, obviously the results that he wants to get from this and bringing in, you know, the type of foods that I think would be great. And then the type Mm -hmm. of meals like right now, everything I'm providing him with like almost a framework. And Mm -hmm. then I'm going to provide him with suggestions inside of that framework just to see how it works for a little bit. And then if he does follow those suggestions, then, you know, we can run with it more and I can, you know, be more in control. Yeah. Just because I need to see how he's reacting. Yeah. And you need to, and you need to start in a place that he can realistically fit it into his lifestyle. You know, if you were to try exactly. to if you were to try to hit him with some crazy 180 of like specific food choices and meal timing and just and things that are like way out of the norm for him, like it's it's going to be overload for anybody. Yeah, like that's so, ridiculous. Like right now, you know, I'm eating about on my training days, I'm eating seven to eight meals, and you know, about three of them are snacks, but sure. I still count them as a meal. If he eats, let's say three meals. Who, you know, who am I to tell him, well, hey, you got to do eight, you need a, yeah. you need a more than double you yeah. know, the amount of meals that you eat. Well, his stomach's not going to be adjusted to that. Yeah. And, or it may, it may be, but it also may not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I want to make sure that I figure that stuff out. Yeah. Just or maybe so, like he's used said, to going into training, you know, four hours after eating versus an hour and a half after eating. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot of Just like, the little things, mm-hmm. man. There's a lot of little variables that come there, but it is interesting that like the quicker you become consistent with things, the easier you can pick out these variables. Right. So I yeah. have, uh, I have a client who I'm going to, I'm going to call her Kim just to respect her privacy, but mm. she's, um, she's really locked it down recently and has really made some serious change in her weigh-ins. And, um, it was interesting cause we, we stalled out for a second, but again, she's been wildly consistent. And even during the stall, she didn't stop food journaling, didn't stop walking, didn't stop training. None of that yeah. held tight to it. And because she had been so consistent with all these things, we were able to peel through these food journals. And I was like, Oh, we found a protein cookie she was eating, causing gas, bloating, discomfort, all these other things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, we can pull that sucker right out. Boom, weight dropped right down. Yeah. And it's like, you know, as soon as, so number one, you'd be consistent with that. Number two, it's going to aid in performance. And number three, when you, when you keep those things all in check and all in line, it's so much easier to make adjustments and to move your pieces around. Whether, you know, whether that means pulling a food out, adding a food in, pulling cardio, adding a different training session. I mean, whatever that means, but it's like you have to be consistent. So that way, when you make changes, you can see what that change does. If you're inconsistent, you don't know what your change means because exactly. you've, because instead of changing one or two variables, you've changed 10 variables because you, and then which one was the cause of, you know, exactly. your problem? You have exactly. literally no idea. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You have to approach it like without sounding corny, like literally the scientific method, right? You got to have mm-hmm. one variable or that you're playing by and you're watching how it changes things. Yeah. And that's, that, that was the cool thing about, um, you know, my change in nutrition is I started being able to do that. And, you know, once it got to the point where all of my, you know, foods weren't causing me, you know, any, um, problems. Well, I started noticing that maybe the amounts of foods were, you know, causing me problems. Mm -hmm. Like for example, sweet potato, I, I now know that I can have, um, a like medium sized portion of sweet potatoes and be completely fine. But if I have a large size portion mm-hmm. of sweet potatoes, then I'm going to be uncomfortable and I'm going to have bloating. Yeah. And like those being able to control those little intricacies are, is so freaking awesome because mm-hmm. you know exactly what you need to do and exactly what you don't need to do. And mm-hmm. it just gives you like, um, better decision-making power, Yeah, you know, because 
it's it's a lot easier to make. Yeah. Instead of having a bunch of shit that you have to like sift through, and then making a half-assed decision because you think that yeah, you know that you have a hunch. Yeah. Yeah. You have a hunch, which what what does that even mean? Right. You know? Right. So when you when you have those routines down, you have that consistency down. You can find things a little bit, a little bit easier. And so again, to to put that all together in a bow, it's like. The online clients that have definitely had the most success are just the ones that communicate with me and do their homework, man. Homework meaning, you know, put your weights in, put your weigh-ins in, do your food journal, all those things. But it's been interesting. Like, it's been so cool to watch someone who's never been in the gym before literally change their body through the online coaching process. And it's literally like, you know, that was someone who knew it was going to take consistency and routine, gave them the roadmap, check in with them twice a week. And they've made it happen. Yeah. So it's 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 super cool. So it's it's one of those things where it's like you give someone the tools and you see what they do with them. Yeah. You know. It's all up to them. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And of course, I'm always here to, to bounce things off of or you know come up with meal ideas yeah, or that's the feedback. You know exactly. Yeah. And there's there's always obviously tons of that, but there's some people who it's like they don't even want to do that part. And I'm like, man. You know, and I've had in-person clients like that too before. Sometimes people think if they just throw money at problems, it'll uh, make them disappear. No, and that's, yeah, effort. that's not how this works, yeah. man. Yeah. And so I always try to explain that to everybody at the beginning of the online coaching process. It's like, be ready to communicate and do your homework. And to be honest, like that doesn't take a ton of time. It's just mm-hmm. the consistency and the routine of doing it. Yeah. Like know? it takes a couple, a couple minutes to, you know, fill out the food journal yeah. stuff, but you know, doing yeah. that every single day you know however many times a day that takes yeah just routine yeah. and set know, an alarm in your phone set a certain time at every just day when you easier. do it yeah, yeah exactly like find a way to make it easy for yourself my you know pal. so yeah. yeah my fitness pal for sure but um yeah man and, and for things like that like especially when i'm first trying to get a habit or routine under my belt it's all about alarms or like you know setting blocks of time for them so yeah. it's like all right well if i know i need to food journal everything i'm eating as soon as I'm about to sit down and eat it, right before I eat it, I track it. Or right mm-hmm. as soon as I finish eating it, I track it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just whatever that means to you. It's almost like but, you pre-make that decision for mm-hmm. you so that that's, you don't have to have that conflict in your head. That's it right there, yeah. Yeah, that's it right there. Yep. And so if you're going out to eat, whatever, pre-make that decision. Mm-hmm. If you're, You know what I mean? If you're going throughout your day and you know it's going to be a weird day, pre-make your decisions. Yeah. Like, don't force yourself to think in the moment. Give yourself some grace there and, you know, do yourself a favor and think ahead. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Agreed, man. So the online coaching process has been um, super cool and I'm excited to continue to expand on it and refine it and make it even better. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Wrap this one up there. Yes, sir. All right.